the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, greetings. Happy to be with you today, but John Hall's taking another day off. Happy to be joined in the studio. I'm just so happy I said it twice. That's a happy end. That's three times. That's amazing. <laughs> That's Dave Moore. Dave, how are you? I'm great. How, uh, no, wait a second. You know. I'm happy. I'm happy. You're not happy. And I already know how you are, so I'm not going to ask. You're not happy. If you say you're happy, you're going to ruin it for me. Oh, sorry. No. I'm I'm fine. I want you to be in a depression. I want you to be sad. I want you to be in mourning. I know people listening are like, why is she being so mean to her co-host? It's only because the day before yesterday. It was the day before yesterday, right? Two days. It was Monday. Okay. Yeah. After I found out the playoff pairings. Right. I came into the uh, Word FM studios here to see Dave Moore, my substitute co-host for the day, sitting here in a Philadelphia Flyers jersey. And I didn't borrow it. It was mine. It was horrible. It was a nightmare. It was like the worst ever of all time. Yeah. You just couldn't even. I, I nearly. Nearly. Nearly couldn't literally even. couldn't I, even. You know what? It was a test of character. I was so... <laughs> I was so impressed at how you pulled off that show. Yeah, how I was able to like I, think and I've survive. I've never seen someone operate under pressure like that. It just I felt just the the wrongness of it, just the unbelievable sadness that this is a part of creation. Okay. Exactly and what yet, I thought. And yet, two months before, you're so excited for the Eagles. Well, because there was a whole different thing. The Eagles have a totally, completely different vibe than the Flyers. Really? You think? Stop it. I'm I'm sorry. There there's a lot of people in this world that think Philadelphia fans in general are the worst human beings in the world. Okay, so I was able to overcome a lot of that and root we for were, the Eagles. Yeah. And of course a lot of it had to do with the fact that who they were playing. It all had to do the with who hated they were playing. Patriots. Anyway, but we're not even going to think about football because last night was an epic night in Pittsburgh. Mike, would you play me something good please? Would you? Maybe. No, maybe. But <laughs> First off, I have to say, I'm happy too. Of course you were, because you were there. Are you sad? The reason he's not playing it is because I didn't highlight the fact that Mike was present in the building for this massacre of the Philadelphia Flyers that happened last night. Dave doesn't fall off his chair and start convulsing. No, I don't don't think he does. Act like I'm going to. Gensel. Gensel to the tank, down the right side, comes in and shoots it, and a save made by Elliott. Rebound. In the minute goes. The Penguins have scored here in this game. Brian Ross. Don't worry, that was just the first one. Oh, that's just the first one. I think there's six more. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there are six Arnold slick from Turtle Crick. They can't hear it. And Walker shoots and scores. First with Scott back clock. And Hagman may have got it in front. Good to see Haggy coming in there. Oh, my goodness. Let's go hunt Moose on a Harley. Malkin gets to the puck. He's back on. Oh, this was something. Malkin, one on three. Goes through everybody. Coming one. One man to beat. Two stars. What a play by Afghani Malkin. He was a beast. You would have to be here to be 
Sheary around. Gets it over to the left point to Oli Mata. To Connor Sheary, right side. Got this a man there. Crazy. And a score right in front. It was shot by the band. For See, this is the it. most it's hockey I've listened to all year. Well, it's going to get it's, it's, it's getting good right here. Their fourth goal, and they have a 4 nothing lead. Goes in behind the net in the Philadelphia zone. Around to Dumoulin. Shoots it towards the goal. It's up a stick and in behind Elias. Could you believe that? Could you believe that? We're going to be talking about Sabbath later, so I'm just going to do some discipline practice right now. Just be quiet. (laughs) On the off wing of Jake Gensel. Sets it up to Jolt. A shot deflected loose. Front Crosby taps it in. Sidney Crosby with his second goal. There's still one more day. The Penguins have a 6 nothing lead. And Morazic just talking about that. Should Ross I get my hat ready? You should. Ross was up in the air, and Gensel tried to go club the stick real quick and make the shot. Oh, another shot from the left side by Dublin and gets in. It's Crosby. It'll be the hat trick for the Penguin captain. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the hats are flowing on the ice. And Sir Sidney has scored. And you can Third get playoff career hat trick, might I add. No, well, my gosh. So goal five was the one. <clears throat> yes. Was the one out of the air. Which was amazing. Was that one of the most amazing goals you've ever seen in your entire hockey viewing life? Yes. I mean, it was like lacrosse. I mean, he's batting, you know, three for three now. Yeah. That was his third bat-in goal. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Colin Dunlap, who, who uh, is on another network, uh, tweeted something I found very amusing. He said, uh, home runs this year. <laughs> Sidney Crosby, three. <laughs> Jung Ho Gung, zero. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, spectacular night. Mike, did you Good love stuff. it? Did oh you love gosh. every single minute of it? Yeah, every single me. second of yeah, it. Yeah, Mike, uh, you, how, how many games do you get to a year? Uh, like three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How did this experience rank? Because it wasn't like the outcome wasn't in doubt. How did this rank to be at a 7 nothing playoff game? It was the best game I have ever attended. Really? Only Not only because it was 7 nothing, but it was... Well, first off, I thought it was going to go by myself, right? Because I, I just got a ticket for myself, and here I end up running into my brother that was there, he runs- <laughs> and my coworker that was one of my coworkers that was sitting in front of me. It was just like directly in front of you, directly in front of me, like in the row in front of you. Yes, in the row in front of me. Was yeah. he the guy in the Flyers jersey or no? Because no, he, nobody- he was sitting next to a guy in a Flyers jersey, which he only stood up once and said, "Let's go Flyers," and the seven year old old lady next to him said. Shut the heck up! And he didn't. He didn't say anything after yeah. anything after that, which, which made my night. Well, Mike, I lived vicariously through you. <laughs> it was awesome. I was very tired, and I said to you, you know, I'm before you left. I said, you know, I want you to, you know, yell very loudly because I might fall asleep before the end of the game. Well, there was no chance I was falling asleep before the no. end of that game. No way. Are you kidding me? I was totally awake. Yeah, and then about a half hour later, I got a text from uh, Dave Moore, and you know what it said, Mike? What did it say? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said. Yeah, but what did I say after that? Uh, that, that um, You were trying to figure out whether you were going to wear your jersey today? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I said it depends on how strong your self-image is at this <laughs> that, point. That's right. I, but But the beauty of it was that it's nice to know that I had nothing to worry about. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. It's very comfortable yeah. to know, you know, because if it was 2-1 and and they lose in overtime, 
Yeah, there's then a sense of tension. There's a sense of tension. You can feel like, boy, they were this close. No. No. No, it's actually easy. And and I was in a meeting until until the game was over. And frankly, I mean, I can talk flyers all we want. I am I have paid much more attention to the Sixers. And might I add, the Philadelphia NBA team made it to the playoffs and the Pittsburgh one didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but if we had one, we would have beaten yours. <laughs> By seven, right? That's exactly oh. right. Coming up next, the <laughs> Reverend Eric Andre from Lutheran Student Fellowship. We're going to be talking about spiritual health. Do you have it? Do you think that you should have it? How do you get it? That's next on today's Ride Home. WORD. Years of earthquakes and hurricanes have made life in Haiti extremely difficult. Families have no means to send their children to school or even provide food. But through Cross International, you can give a Christian education, food, and the healing gospel message to a desperate child in Haiti for a year for just $110. Call now and change the life of a Haitian child. 1-866-622-6878 or give at wordfm.com. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now, too. So my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our Red Springhouse vans almost every day, delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit, to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction, like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. This month, drive in the spring with a brand new Chevy. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin for my friends at Calusi Chevrolet. Did you know that the team at Calusi has been in business for 100 years? So whether you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned vehicle, you need to check out their huge inventory. They have a great selection of crossovers like Equinox, Traverse, and the Chevy Trax. And you can trust the team at Calusi Chevrolet to make the process easy and hassle-free. Find them online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. I'm Robin Truszynski from the Original Mattress Factory. If you're considering paying retail price for a new mattress, this is your wake-up call. Why is there suddenly a mattress store on every corner? Well, just Google mattress markups. Original Mattress is a private label mattress brand sold directly to the public. We own the factory and the store. Why? Let's just say excessive markups don't fit our values. Just say no to the middleman. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? Word FM hosts an online virtual job fair 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day of the year. Keyword virtual at WordFM.com now to find our newest employment opportunities from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Sponsored by Express Employment Professionals of Robinson Township. The virtual job fair at WordFM.com. 
The Reverend Eric Andre is with us, campus pastor at Lutheran Student Fellowship and at First Trinity Church in the North Oakland, shady side part of town. Uh, Eric, we're happy you're here again. It's been a long time. Welcome. Yeah, it has been a while. It's good to be back. Yeah, Thanks. glad to have you. Um, Eric, about a year and three weeks ago, two weeks ago, about, um, which means it was the start of Lent uh, 2017. I decided that I needed to, I wanted to do something for Lent that would set it apart. And, you know, I had given up things before, whatever, and I thought, okay, this, maybe this is one of those years I should take on something. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what, what, what do I feel like is one of my great deficits? And one of my great deficits is the fact that I was absolutely unconcerned with my physical well being. Mm. Okay. okay. Other than feeding myself and showering regularly. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. That's oh, more concerned with others' physical well-being. <laughs> right. right? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I decided I need to adopt some kind of exercise regimen. I need to do some. I need to take this on. I need to change my lifestyle. Anyway, so I did that. And I was really surprised. Now, I'd, I'd gone through different exercise regimens in my life, but I, I think this time more than any other, and maybe it was because I did it for Lent and it had a spiritual element to it, but it really altered everything in my life by hmm. doing that. Now, I'm not saying that I became a different person. I didn't lose 30 pounds. I didn't become a health freak or a vegetarian or anything like that. But my, I, I think I just realized more than I had before how connected we are, how our bodies are connected to our spirits, to our mental attitude. I think that looking at ourselves in that holistic way is really important, and, and I gained that. And so today you're t- going to talk about an, an a portion of that, which is our spiritual health. Yeah. And I mean, it does, it is all interconnected. And, and maybe if we have time, we'll talk more about those interconnections and under something called the wholeness wheel, uh, if we get there. But I wanted to focus on, yeah, spiritual health. And it's interesting you say you weren't too concerned about physical health, because I think most Americans are, are, more, opposite, concerned, right? yeah, yeah. are more concerned about physical health. And they think about all the time, body image, weight, exercise, and not as much about spiritual health. And I think that's even true in, in a sense among many Christians, you know, um, we kind of take it for granted, I think, spiritual health. Uh, mm. but, so if we're a believer, we're good. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, but maybe, maybe therefore it's important to define what spiritual health is. How, how, how would you guys define what, what is good spiritual health? Well, for me, I know what bad spiritual health feels mm-hmm. like. Mm. And bad spiritual health is when I cannot maintain my temper. Mm, okay. And, oh, is that that's, that's your I, indication? Yes, and I actually get sick of myself. Mm. Um, it makes me so angry when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> we. Um, but and, and I think all of us have tender spots or, or or parts of us that more easily pop than others. And for me, that's mm. it. I know that when I cannot handle um, the cannot handle the strain, when I can't handle disruption, um, I. I recognize that I start thinking and then even possibly saying things that um, that should be filtered. And it's simply and, – and so I st- then start blaming others for invading my time. And I was having this conversation with my staff this morning that I am so angry at, at – this interruption and that are and it's not like it's not like when when a staff member comes in and interrupts me it's big things that have i feel like have stolen my time Mm -hmm. when um and i said you know what i think the first when when i recognize that i am acting in a certain way that it's a humility check Mm -hmm. 
and that something is out of balance in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a pastor, Eric, I mean, this is a silly question, but do pastors get out of whack spiritually? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking about um, – you know that may, that for some of us it might be easier to identify when our spiritual health is poor. And I was thinking about one of the verses or a couple of the verses that I wanted to discuss anyway, which is in Psalm 32, where the psalmist says, "When I kept silent," mm-hmm. and he's speaking of, of sin and transgression. When I kept silent, my, my bones, bones wasted, wasted away, away. <laughs> through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me; my strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. But then I acknowledge my sin. And, um, you know, one aspect certainly of spiritual health is how are you handling your guilt? How, how are you mm. handling sin? How are you handling confession? And um, there's an excellent little essay written by Bo Geertz, who whom I've mentioned before on this program. He's got an excellent little essay called and, – and he uses a, a fancy German word, but uh, it's easily translated. It's called How the Seal Sorger Cares for His Own Soul. Seal Sorger in German literally means one who cares for the soul. So it's a common word in, in the Germanic languages, uh, including in Scandinavia where I'm from, about you know that the pastor's, in a sense, chief tax, task is to be a soul carer, a curer and carer for souls. But he's got to also take care of his own soul. He needs outside help. But what are things – what are the disciplines uh, that the pastor should not forget? Because it's very easy, and I mean, you know, it's very easy for pastors to to turn to to make the spiritual disciplines, prayer, um, uh, participation in the sacraments, scripture reading, uh, to turn those things into sermon preparation, mm-hmm. Bible study mm-hmm. preparation. Right. And all of a sudden, now it's not about your spiritual health; it's about work, and which is okay. That work needs to be done. But um, you know, I very intentionally, for example, if in my daily devotions, and, and I usually try to do that in the morning, first thing in the morning, and I usually use a, some devotional book, and I choose a devotional book that does not have anything to do with anything that I'm teaching or preaching on mm-hmm. at the moment, mm-hmm. yep. that doesn't have anything to do with a conversation or counseling mm-hmm. that I'm doing, because then it too easily turns into work, right. and it can anyway. Um, so, yes, pastors certainly get out of whack. We, we all do with our spiritual health. And I think that's why it's important. You know, so spiritual health, well, let's say what it is positively. Spiritual health is the, the abundant life that Christ came to give. I have come that they may have life and may have it abundantly. And the way to have that is to be in Christ, to be in relationship with God. If one's relationship with God is healthy, then one is spiritually healthy. If one's relationship with God is not healthy – then one is not spiritually healthy. And that then begs the question, um, how do we achieve, and maybe that's not the right word, but how do we get spiritual healthy and how is that spiritual health maintained? And and and, and I think, you know, maybe I'll rattle off a few things and yeah. we can touch on, on, on whichever ones you want. Yeah, because for me to get yeah. physically healthy, yeah, you had to it, do certain, I had to do stuff. There were certain things, yeah. I, mean, I kept sitting there on the sofa yeah. waiting for it to <laughs> right. happen to me, right. and it just wouldn't. Right. Pixie right. dust? Very right. frustrating. Yeah. yeah. yeah, and, and, you know, and it's important to say here, we're not talking about what we must do to get saved. Hmm. To be saved, there's nothing we must or can do. Christ has done that for us, and that's all by God's grace alone, in Christ alone. It's received through faith alone. It's pure gift. That is not our achievement. But... We are also not inanimate objects. And, and, and once we've been animated from the dead by, by the gospel, by the word of the resurrection, by the word of forgiveness, life, and mercy in Christ, 
then, then as God's children, of course, we live and breathe and we are in relationship with our Father. And so we can get up and go to church or stay in bed. We can read the Bible or not read the Bible. We can pray or not pray. There are things that, that we are able to do, and, and I just rattle off some of them. So maybe those, those you know, prayer and, and worship. Um, you know, we've often talked before uh, that worship chiefly, and I think there's often – I was going to say misunderstanding. Maybe that would not be charitable, but there's different perspectives on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and my perspective and the perspective in, in our Lutheran tradition is that the chief thing that's happening in worship is that God is doing something. That it, the chief reason mm-hmm. I go to worship is, is actually the chief and primary reason is actually not that I thank him or praise him or he died for me. It's the least I can do is show up on Sunday morning. Uh, you know, those are all also legitimate to, to one extent or another. But the chief thing that's happening is that God is feeding us. Mm-hmm. He's, he's nourishing us. He's preaching to us, absolving us, feeding us. Uh, and, and, and he's doing this through his word and sacrament. And that's the nourishment. And so again, the parallel with physical mm-hmm. health, we take in nourishment. Then not only in worship, but of course in our lives also, we breathe out, we breathe out in worship, prayer, uh, thanksgiving, uh, hymnody, and then we breathe out in our lives good works and love and service toward the neighbor. Um, and, and also uh, daily devotion, meditation. So we intake, we're nourished by God's word and sacrament, we breathe out uh, works towards our fellow human beings, and also praise and thanks towards God and worship. We're talking spiritual health with Reverend Eric Andre, campus pastor at Lutheran Student Fellowship and a First Trinity Church in the Shadyside, North Oakland part of town. We'll be right back with more discussion on today's Ride Home. Hi, this is John Hall. How'd you sleep last night? I slept good, real good. Last night, I fell asleep fast. Then I dreamt about tropical beaches, little puppies, a mountain of candy, and steak. I mean, that's a really good night's sleep. And I woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. It's all thanks to my pillow, And that same great night's sleep can be yours anywhere you go. Right now, inventor Mike Lindell is offering his four-pack special for Word FM listeners. Get two full-size MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows so there's no excuse not to get a good night's sleep where Wherever you go. Plus, the machine washable and dryable and are backed by MyPillow's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just call 1-800-961-9207 and use the promo code WORD to get the four-pack special. Or enter promo code WORD at MyPillow.com and get the four-pack special today. That's 1-800-961-9207 or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. It's the little things, like getting flowers for no reason at all. Aw, love you too, boo. Or feeling the love from your favorite store. At Peebles, customers get all sorts of perks. Like Style Circle Rewards, which give cardholders double points every day on every purchase. Or Club 40 and Fabulous, where everyone 40 and up gets an extra 20% off on Tuesdays, even on our best spot on values. Fresh styles, big savings, and fun perks every day. Peebles, 
Little things mean everything. Peebles is part of our Sage family. Offer exclusions apply. Join Steelers coach Mike Tomlin, sports analyst Tunch Elkin, Leon Scrump from Atlanta, and Ed Glover of Urban Impact for Man Up Pittsburgh, Saturday, June 9th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry. Come experience fellowship, prayer, and worship while hearing powerful messages and breakout sessions, all designed for us to up our games as godly men and mentors. From high schoolers to grandfathers, this is for you. Register today at manuppittsburgh.org. That's manuppittsburgh.org. Hosted by Urban Impact and brought to you locally by Chick-fil-A of Pittsburgh. Right now, there's a girl in India who has dreams bigger than her village. Right now, there's an elder in Guatemala who dreams of a life of greater dignity and less loneliness. You can help change the future of one person in a single moment. Begin the change at Unbound.org. Salem Media Group of Pittsburgh, parent company of this station, is looking for a full-time traffic assistant receptionist to work 30 hours a week, 11 to 5, Monday through Friday. Previous radio experience with order entry as a board operator or working with logs is a must, along with the knowledge of radio terminology and traffic procedures. Assist with order entry, log prep and reconciliation, and invoicing, plus front-end reception and other administrative duties. Apply now at wordfm.com slash jobs. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Patchy clouds and mild for tonight with a low of 56 degrees. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy, breezy and pleasant with a high of 78. Mostly clear, rather mild for tomorrow night, low 59. Then for Saturday, we'll stay warm with sunshine giving way to clouds. A bit of rain will be in the area for the afternoon, especially north of the city. High again, 78. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Continuing a conversation on spiritual health with Reverend Eric Andre, campus pastor at Lutheran Student Fellowship and at First Trinity Church in Shadyside. So, Eric, in our first segment, we talked about what spiritual health is. And I think you made an important point that when we... Um, when we believe first in Christ, that is a gift that we've received from God. So it's not like we're trying to be good enough to have that relationship. It's not like we're trying to know enough or express enough or, you know, do the right things enough. That is a true gift. But then once we enter into that relationship, it's like with any other relationship, there's a give and take. And so we have a part that we play in our sanctification. Well, yeah. And and, and maybe, maybe I put it slightly differently that, that, and, and maybe there's a parallel here to children's relationship with their, with their earthly parents. Um, that, you know, as a kid when I was growing up, and maybe I realize it even more now as a parent, I mean, we give to our children all the time. We give, we give, we give. We, we give what they need. We give them food, clothing, shelter, the basics. We raise them in the faith. But there's certain points or certain locations and times where that's given out. We don't wake them up at 3 a.m. and say, hey, it's time to eat now. Mm-hmm. There's a dinner table in the kitchen or the dining room, and, and most families have a kind of a regular pattern of when you eat. And it's no less gift because the kid has to come from the room and sit down at the dinner table. It's still right. totally oh, pure. Yeah. It's right. interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we know, we know the places. We know the what and the where where God has located himself to give us uh, the gospel. Um, I mean, again, he's, he's everywhere, but it doesn't help me that much that he's in the table or the hurricane, but it helps me that he's in the word and the sacrament. It helps me that I can get the Bible off my shelf for my daily devotions. It helps me that I can go to the church and receive from the Lord's table, uh, his supper. And, but it makes it, it's still no less gift. So in a way, I guess, but it's good you bring up, you know, sanctification because in a sense, we're talking about both 
salvation and sanctification. How do we remain in relationship with the Lord? Obviously, or, or if we do, let's put it that way, affects our salvation and it affects our mm. sanctification and holiness. But God gives us certain means, certain disciplines, we might call it, and he locates them. Uh, the whatness of them is located in, in certain places, whether it's word and sacrament, whether it's prayer, devotion, uh, whether it's some other things, private confession, whether it's you know community, the community edifying its members and so on. Mm-hmm. So you see um, – I, I, will, I will rebut that with a common refrain, well, you can worship God anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's true, and yet you're speaking to something uh, more special, um, uh, more deliberate. More, yeah, and more specific. I think specificity helps. Uh, I think the gospel is a lot about specificity. In other words, um, if you say to your spouse, I love you, and your spouse says back, uh, I am love, which, of course, we have in Scripture for God, I am love. Uh <laughs> You kind of be like, huh? Or if the person says back, if you say I love you, and they say I am loving, or if you say I love you, and they say I love everybody. No, you want to hear I love you. That's mm-hmm. what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And and God's specific gift of Himself comes to us in specific ways. In other words, can you worship God anywhere? Again, it depends on how we define worship. Of course, in a sense, our whole life is a life of worship. Mm-hmm. We say to the Lord, "Here I am. Use me as you see fit." We offer as Paul says in Romans 12, we offer our bodies as living sacrifices to God. And in everything we do in our various vocations, if we do it in faith towards him and in love towards our neighbor, it's an act of worship. But where does God serve us? And so if we think of worship, um, an old German word that we Lutherans like is Gottesdienst, which means literally God's service, or as we say at First Trinity, what we call our worship, divine service. Where does God serve us? I can't worship God just anywhere. I can't receive the Lord's Supper just anywhere. Mm. I can't hear his authorized, called, and ordained servant proclaim his word just anywhere. I can't be absolved just anywhere. And I can't be in the community of faith where we are mutually edifying and building up each other. Luther had this phrase, the mutual conversation and consolation of the brethren. That happens in church and the liturgy. That does also spill beyond the walls, as as does prayer in different ways, as I mentioned, daily devotions and Bible reading. But it's so it, it kind of depends on what do we what do we mean by worship, mm-hmm. and how do we take advantage? And this is not to uh, say that some of these things are are better or worse than others. It's to say we have a whole buffet table, and yes, I sh- it's wonderful to go out in nature and be in awe of God's beautiful creation. But that should not exclude going to church and receiving communion. Mm-hmm. We should mm-hmm. take advantage of the whole buffet table. And, right, and I, so you yeah. could you could go to the buffet table and take advantage of that. And as great as it is to gather nuts and berries out in the forest, there is something special about coming in and seeing that there's been a big thing prepared for you. Yeah, and, and, and I would maintain, and I think the New Testament maintains that especially with something like the Lord's Supper, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the, the the turkey on the buffet table of, of Thanksgiving, if you will. I mean, that's you know, and 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 everything kind of flows from that. And so, you know, the things that I, I, I and we've mentioned three or four of these now, but the things that I would say are especially spiritual disciplines that, that God provides through the church is word and sacrament as nourishment and intake, the prayer life, the devotion life, the meditative life as breathing out. The mutual conversation, edification, and conssolation of brothers and sisters in Christ, including study, Bible study, I think mm-hmm. here is, is so small key groups, in the relationships, small groups, yeah, um, Christian friendships, uh, included under that, private confession, which I, I realize is not a, a tradition among all the the various denominations, but 
But but I think actually probably in various ways it is. Sometimes you, you go to a friend and you have guilt that's weighing you down and you tell them something terrible you did and they mm-hmm. tell you the good news you're forgiven. That's actually a type of private confession. Um, and then one that we haven't talked much about that we'll probably have more time for in the next segment, but rest, rest, mm-hmm. Sabbath. We mm-hmm. are a culture and we are a people and we are individuals who are too busy, too hectic. Uh, Bonhoeffer calls it ungodly haste. Hmm. Uh, but so those five things, word and sacrament, prayer and, wor- you know, prayer and worship, number two, three, uh, community, including study, um, private confession of sin and, and hearing the voice of forgiveness and rest. From Lutheran Student Fellowship and First Trinity Church in the North Oakland part of town, we're talking to the Reverend Eric Andre about spiritual disciplines. We'll talk rest next on Right Home. WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. Heaven can't be boring because Jesus is present. And yes, there's going to be fun in heaven. We will be the servants of God. We will have jobs and occupations. It's the ultimate upwardly mobile career path. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Cram. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. I'm Robin Trzynski from the original Mattress Factory. Waiting for a mattress sale? This is your wake-up call. Every holiday, an outrageous sale. Every day, a different price. At Original Mattress, we have never had a sale. Why? Typical mattress sales don't fit our values. We can offer affordable luxury at the same fair price every day because we hand-build your Original Mattress right here. Spend your holiday at home, not in the mattress store. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. Visit OriginalMattress.com. When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line, a long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just the mattress store. Experience an original, the Original Mattress Factory. Do you have money in the stock market? Are you watching it bounce all over the place? While you're focused on the short-term movement, you might actually be missing what time it really is. We are late in the business cycle. Interest rates are flying higher, and overvalued stocks and bonds are going to come down. It's time for a new strategy, gold. My name's Adam Barada. I'm the founder of goldisabetterway.com, and I'm so certain gold is going higher in price. I'm going to outperform stocks and bonds. I've created the world's first gold retirement protection platform ever built. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you free access. Once you see this, you'll have no choice but to agree, and all you need to do is call for your special code. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. On a recorded line, you'll get a special code. You can join the site for free. No salespeople, no rigmarole. Just call 800-900-8000. Get your code. Get it now. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way dot com. This month, drive in the spring with a brand new Chevy. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin for my friends at Calusi Chevrolet. Did you know that the team at Calusi has been in business for a 100 years? So whether you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned vehicle, you need to check out their huge inventory. They have a great selection of crossovers like Equinox, Traverse, and the Chevy Trax. And you can trust the team at Calusi Chevrolet to make the process easy and hassle-free. Find them online at Calusi.com. 
Chevrolet, find new roads. The return on my investment has been beyond my imagination. I always wanted to be a great dentist, but what I wasn't prepared for is the relationships that I'm able to develop with my patients. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Finding a Christian school that meets your students' needs and your high standards is simple. Visit PittsburghChristianSchools.net and discover Greater Pittsburgh's best Christian schools, links to their websites, location information, and more. PittsburghChristianSchools.net. Um, Eric, we've been talking for the last two segments about spiritual disciplines, um, spiritual health, ways that we can um, be whole people. I, I started off the conversation talking about the fact that last Lent, Lenten season uh, in 2017, I just decided that my physical health was appallingly bad because I just sat around and read all the time and that's all it was. And for some reason, as much as I wanted to improve myself physically, um, it wasn't going to happen sitting in my chair. So, um, so we're trying to, you know, kind of get out the things that we do, the things that we can do, the things that we can recognize to encourage our spiritual health while all the time knowing that God is the one who gives us these good gifts. We, we just have to say yes. I mean, this is all, as you said, is all gift. So, um, can we talk about Sabbath yeah, and how yeah, that fits and, in? and rest? And uh, you know, I, it's 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 sometimes it's it's such a beautiful thing. All of this that it's sometimes hard with us, hard for us with with human language because I think all three of us uh, have the temptation to say, and, and you just did like what, what we're what what we do, right? And of course, in a way, yeah. they are things we do. As I said, we are animated, resurrected from the, the death of sin and transgression. And so, yes, there and we are have things choices we do. That we make. But I love, I love, this, and, and, and we all do for various reasons, but I, I love the story of Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10. And, you know, we all, we all know the story, uh, you know, the Lord comes over, and if the Lord comes over to your house, what would you do? You'd get the, you know, tidy up a little bit, put right. on a pot of coffee, right. uh, you know, get, get the place looking nice. And uh, it's natural what Martha does. And, but what does Mary do? And this is kind of a trick question, maybe. She, she does nothing. nothing. Right. She does nothing. If you walked into that house and somebody asked you, what's Mary doing? You say, well, she ain't doing nothing. You know, she's just sitting there. But actually, she's doing th- at least three of the things we've mentioned. She's taking in the word. Mm-hmm. She's sitting at the feet of Jesus, where there's plenty of room for you and me and the rest of us, by the way. She's sitting at the feet of Jesus and taking in his word. She's resting. And we're going to talk more about that. She's resting in the Lord. And I would even say she's she's studying the word. <laughs> I mean, she's part mm-hmm. of this mutual conversation and consolation of the brethren. Uh, you know, we don't know if she, it was probably, it probably was a conversation. I mean, in typical, as a, as a rabbi, he was teaching and I'm sure she was asking and responding, but she was sitting and learning. Um, and of course, with the Lord being right there, in a sense, we can say she was also uh, praising and giving thanks towards him. So she, she was participating in this. Maybe, maybe that's a better yeah, word. Well, you know, she, we, we are enabled to participate. We're able to enter into the life of God in these ways, into the life and the relationship with God. But one of the most underrated ways uh, that we can participate uh, is, as we briefly mentioned, is rest. Um, we, I, I, I love the example, again, it's from Luke of Jesus in, in chapter five. Um, he's healed a man with leprosy um, and he orders him to tell him, no one Yet, of course, news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. I can just see these crowds coming up to wherever he's staying or the house, whatever. And then it says, and then Luke says, so all these crowds came to hear him and to be healed by him. 
But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Mm. So it's like, oh, there's this big crowd here that wants to be healed and wants to hear what I have to say. I better get away. I'm leaving. You know, and of course, this was not always what Jesus did, but it's what he, but as, as often as he stayed and preached and healed, there were also significant regular patterns of him withdrawing for what we might call private devotions to speak with his father, to hear from him and to respond back to him in prayer. And sometimes he would take his disciples what we would call retreat. So prayer and retreat as forms of yeah, rest. I remember the, the John 7 passage where he, he – um, the crowds are clamoring for him and his brothers come and say, Jesus, you – they they pre- play his marketing department. Look, the crowds want you. If you wanna if you wanna be important, you got to be out there with them. And Jesus, um, I'm sharply paraphrasing here. Jesus basically said, "I'll go when it's time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, and I think there's also maybe this is the one you're talking about, but where, where they wanted to, you know they wanted to come and they seen the healings and and they wanted they were hungry and they wanted kind of the, mm-hmm. the bread king, mm-hmm. you know. And again, he withdraws himself, goes to the other side of the sea. Yeah. But I think we have both in the New Testament and the Old Testament. We have a couple built-in examples or patterns. So so I mentioned prayer and retreat. And, and, and prayer, I think people, you know, of course, praying all the time is whenever circumstance and need arises, wherever you are, but also setting aside intentional time. Morning and evening are usually best for most people. It doesn't have to be an hour. It can be five, ten minutes, but intentional about what you're reading and pattern reading and specific things for which you're praying. Retreat might be a little bit harder, but it might just mean just, you know, taking – an afternoon and changing your schedule and going – maybe maybe sitting out in nature or maybe going to a quiet place. Um, and if you're able, if you're in a Christian community, if you're at a church, uh, maybe there's retreat opportunities available, men's retreat, women's retreat, youth retreat, what have you, these type of things. Uh, in the Old Testament, right at the beginning in creation, we have built in a Sabbath and we have built in day and night. We have a day that's set aside as a gift to man. Sabbath is made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Mm. Uh, Christ is Lord of the Sabbath, and he gives this to us as a gift. Uh, We should change. It doesn't necessarily mean we have to sleep all day, but there should be rest. There should be recreation, a change pattern. Again, part of that rest will be devotions made with your family, individually both. And then sleep. I I mean, I work as a campus pastor. Students, if you're listening, get more sleep. (laughs) It's not cool to say, yeah, I did an all-nighter last night. That's a failure. That's a failure. Uh, I did two of them. Only two in, in undergrad and graduate total. Uh, those were two failures. Uh, get seven or eight hours of sleep each night. You know, God provides day and night for a reason. Mm. We need these things. And, and to be honest, naps are underrated. Uh, I napped when I was in college. I think that's a college student thing and, and probably because they don't sleep enough at night. But actually, check out. There's some website that talks about great men who took naps, like Winston Churchill and Truman. Thomas Edison. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You know, all these guys. And, and, but in our culture, a lot of this is then chalked up to laziness. Right. But Eugene yeah. Peterson has pointed out that busyness is actually a form of laziness. He says, and, and he said this in the book, The Contemplative Pastor, and he said it in an er- earlier article, a classic article 20, 25 years ago on the unbusy pastor. He says, we are busy as a culture, whether we're a doctor or a radio personality or, or a pastor or whatever. We're busy because we're vain and lazy. He says, we're busy because we're vain because we want to seem important. You go in a and doctor, the busyness makes us seem It makes us look right. important. Mm-hmm. You go into, he says you go in a doctor's office, and there's nobody ever in the waiting room, and he always takes you right away. You start thinking, maybe this doctor's not really that good. <laughs> you know? Why am I the That's only true. one coming here? You know? and, and he says, and, we're, and it's lazy because we let other people set our agenda. We don't know mm, how to say yeah, no. Yeah. We don't know 
what's essential. And he said very early on that he decided what's essential is preaching, praying, and listening. Mm. And that he would focus on those almost almost the exclusion of everything else. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I would add also administering the sacraments, but I'm, I'm sure he probably included that within preaching, proclamation, if you will. And I would add a third thing. We're also busy. Uh, we're too busy, but we're busy. Eugene Peterson said busyness. Busy is a four-letter word. We're busy because, and I see this in, in the generation of students that I serve, and I've seen it for the previous generation as well, that because we're ignorant, we've never known anything else. The, my, my students, since they were five years old, have been carted around from tennis lessons to piano lessons to after-school musicals, and they get home at 10, and then they do homework, and then they get to bed at midnight, and they've never known anything else. Slow down. Say no to a few things. Be still, be still, and know that I am God. And by the way, if, if, if any of you feel chastened by these words of mine, I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting slightly better at this, but I'm not that good. I literally walk too fast. Like I find myself like doing everything in a hurry, like even when I don't have to. Like why am I why am I hurry why am I speed walking around the church? My my <laughs> my kids have this uh, code word. They say, "Mom, you're walking at cheetah pace." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slow right. down. Like and, literally slow down. Right. right? It, it, and so this um, this spiritual health will not happen to us. We will not be healthy if we cannot understand rest. I, 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 yes, I think I think that, I think it's a bold statement, but I, I think I think I think you're right. I think rest is an essential element. But this. why does rest feel selfish? Why does taking the time, the deliberate, yeah. specific, feel selfish? Because we're a workaholic culture. But you know, it's changing a little bit. I know a lot of folks who work in the tech industry, and you see a lot of these tech companies, these tech giants, Google and stuff. They're starting to get. There's some things they mm-hmm. don't get, yes. but there's some yep. things they get. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, the benefits that they have, the, the maternity and paternity. Paternity leave. Imagine that. I just, I just had a friend of mine played soccer with him this morning. He had three months paternity leave. No, over three months. Three and a half months. Started in January. Um, they're starting to get it. You know, uh, a generous vacation time. Um, they have, they have, they have. You can, you can earn points to get like massages at Google or things like. That. I mean, they, it's. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I'll, but I'll I, give my points. Yeah. Back. <laughs> But I think I think there's you know there, there's a slowly but surely the younger generation is starting to get it and they get accused by the older generations and I'm somewhere in between I, I guess I'm 46 we're Gen X yeah 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 they we get know accused everything. by the older generation of, of laziness but rest does not equal laziness as a matter of fact if you're rested you're probably a better more productive worker mm-hmm. probably a happier uh, human being and I think you can think more deeply <laughs> yes I really yes. do yes yeah I have seen that yes Eric thank you so much for today yeah. Yeah, and just one real quick thing. There's yeah. a little. Yeah, there's a book. It's not a Christian book. It's a secular. Well, it's a spiritual book, and there's a few things that are a little bit quirky in it. But there's a book that came out about 10, 15 years ago called "The Art of Doing Nothing." It's a it's a tiny little book, kind of a coffee table book, but it, it's got chapters on you know the art of breathing, the art of lounging, what we can learn from cats about napping, the art of bathing, yes. the art of listening, the art of waiting. Right? We can't wait. We have a smartphone. If I'm, if I'm not doing something, I've got to get my smartphone and do something while I'm in this line. Mm. Anyway, check this book out. You have to sift some What's of this called, stuff. It's called The Art of Doing Nothing, Simple Ways to Make Time for Yourself. The Art of Doing Nothing by Veronique Vienne. It's not a Christian book. There's a few kind of quirky things she has in there, kind of, kind of Eastern mystical stuff. But, but her basic point of things you can just kind of do to rest, it's, it's practical. For, yeah, it's helpful. Good. Practical is what we're about. Yeah. Eric, thank you. Thank you. A pleasure to have you back. Reverend Eric Andre, campus pastor at Lutheran Student Fellowship and a First Trinity Church. More coming up on today's Ride Home. 
Individual results may vary. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch-up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives. Why just mask your child's learning and behavioral issues when you can get to the root of the problem? Call Brain Balance today and make a real difference in the life of your child. Call 7 Two four three nine zero nine zero one two. That's seven two four three nine zero ninety twelve. If you drive down the street of any large shopping area, you will notice a number of mattress stores. They are everywhere, and it really makes you wonder if one is any different from another. This is Ron Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory, and there is one mattress retailer that is truly different from the rest. In fact, there is one mattress retailer that is not really a retailer at all. At the Original Mattress Factory, we consider ourselves to be a manufacturer first and a retailer second. This separates us from the pack because our focus is on building the finest quality mattress sets available. Most of our sets feature a two-sided mattress construction, stitched cotton upholstery, and real working box springs. In addition, we don't play the retail games that are so prevalent today. No phony sales or high-pressure sales tactics. Just quality products at an honest value. So stop into one of our stores and experience more than just a mattress store. Experience an original. This month, drive into spring with a brand new Chevy. Hi, this is Tunch Elkin for my friends at Calusi Chevrolet. Did you know that the team at Calusi has been in business for a 100 years? So whether you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned vehicle, you need to check out their huge inventory. They have a great selection of crossovers like Equinox, Traverse, and the Chevy Trax. And you can trust the team at Calusi Chevrolet to make the process easy and hassle-free. Find them online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you. With 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts, it's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at antiochianvillage.org. Word FM has exciting tours planned for this year with some great tour guides. You could travel with Alistair Begg from Truth For Life to locations like Vienna and Prague on the European Reformation Tour and River Cruise this summer. Or you could experience the sights of the Holy Land with Tony Evans from The Alternative on the 2018 Experience Israel Tour this coming fall. Look for details right now, wordfm.com. Dave, I want to uh, remind you that April's National Poetry Month, in oh, case you had yes. forgotten. I could not forget. And I recognize that poetry is not important to you. And clearly huh? it's not important to me either, which is why I'm disciplining myself to read a poem every day. Right. Well, you're disciplining yourself. I know John's encouraged you on this. and I. I John hasn't encouraged me. John has embarrassed me. Well, true. I mean, that... Outed me. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe the Apostle Paul handled it that way as well. I don't think he did. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, no, I think it was different. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lift you up here, Kathy. Are you? You deserve poetry every Thank day. Thank you. That's very good of you. Yeah. All right, so I have a poem today. Um, this is very nice. Let me find the title of it. Uh, this is Ithaca by Constantine P. Cavafy. Forwarded to me as the last few poems have been by my daughter, who has been longing for me to read poetry for pretty much all of her life, and I never have. Hmm. Um, Mike, may I have my music, please? I'm sorry. <laughs> so Every single time I can't keep a straight face. <clears throat> this is a good one, though. Okay. When you set out for Ithaca, ask that your way be long, full of adventure, full of instruction. The last Dragonians and the Cyclops, angry Poseidon, don't fear them. Such as these you'll never find as long as your thought is lofty, as long as a rare emotion touches your spirit and your body. The last Dragonians and the Cyclops, angry Poseidon, you will not meet them unless you carry them in your soul, unless your soul raise them up before you. Ask that your way be long. At many a summer dawn to enter... With what gratitude, what joy, ports seen for the first time. To stop at Phoenician trading centers and to buy good merchandise. Mother of pearl and coral, amber, ebony. Sensuous perfumes of every kind. Perfumes as lavish as you can find them. To visit many Egyptian cities to gather stores of knowledge from the learned. Have Ithaca always in your mind. Because your arrival there is what you are destined for. But don't in the least hurry the journey. Better it last for years. So that when you reach the island, you are old. Rich with all you have gained on the way. Not expecting Ithaca to give you wealth. Ithaca gave you a splendid journey. Without her, you would not have set out. She hasn't anything else to give you. And if you find her poor, Ithaca hasn't deceived you. So wise you have become of such experience that already you'll have understood what these Ithacas mean. It took me about three quarters of the way through to figure out you weren't talking about Ithaca, New York. Because I have been there and the journey is long. (laughs) So that confused you? Yeah, yeah. It took took me a while. Right, it was a different one. Right. No, I I, got to be honest. I love that one. Okay. It's about the joy and the journey. Yeah. No, I did catch Did you catch that? I caught the meaning of it. Yes, be thankful for Ithaca because it gave you the journey. Isn't that great? Your arrival there is what you are destined for. Yeah. But don't in the least hurry the journey. Better it last for years. Yeah, because we can afford to. Yeah. (laughs) Are you going back to Ithaca again? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going. That's very good. Anyway, you know... I can't. This poetry thing's caught on in our listening audience. I got several re- um, requests over the last couple of days to post each of the poems that I've written. Hmm. Or no, I haven't written, written any. Yeah, no, I've never written any. I've written a few. No, I don't want to read your poems. That's good. That's good. <laughs> the poems that I've read, and uh, Mike and I are going to work that out. We're going to do that on our website, right, Mike? JohnnyCathyShow.com. We're not sure how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. So we're going to, hopefully by the time next week starts, we'll have a nice chronology and a good portion of our website devoted to National Poetry Month so that you can take in all the stuff that we have read on the air. But I'm still going to confess that anytime you say I'm reading a poem, I am looking for a meter and I can't find one. And if I can't find one, I get all disjointed. Well, I can write, I write pretty good limericks. I mean, I could read you a limerick if you really want a limerick. Yeah. 
right. Yeah, limerick, haiku, any anything no, that has a meter. No, haiku has no meter. No, it doesn't. It's five seven five. It doesn't have a meter. Oh, but it's so much fun to discover. It? <laughs> it's, it's all about the journey. <laughs> it's all. A, be thankful for the haiku oh, because it's all God. about the journey. <laughs> it's National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. We'll Yay. talk about that when we come back with the Reverend Dean Weaver after we eat lunch. Word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump's nominee for Secretary of State faces several tough questions about how he would approach his job as the nation's top diplomat. North Korea tops the list of concerns for members of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Mike Pompeo was pressed on the matter by Senator Ben Cardin, who wanted Pompeo to clarify his position. So are you saying now you don't favor regime change? Senator, I have never advocated for regime change. I have all along... Uh, that's a simple well, question. So uh, yeah. You're not... You don't believe... Uh, I'm happy to answer today that I'm not advocating for regime change. Yes, Senator. Thank you. If confirmed as Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo would take over as the Trump administration is preparing for an historic summit between President Donald Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Linda Kenyon, Washington. Pompeo also vowed to rebuild the State Department if he's confirmed as Secretary of State. Good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 293 points. The Nasdaq rose 71. This is SRN News. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now, too. So my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our red Spring House vans almost every day, delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit, to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction, like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Families are discovering a better way to vacation on Tripping.com. One search on Tripping.com lets you filter, compare, and sort homes from the world's top vacation rental sites so you'll always find the best deal. From furnished beach houses to cozy ski lodges, lakefront cabins to luxury condos in major cities, Tripping.com has them all. Vacation rentals offer more, more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, and more choices with fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, and even hot tubs. All the comforts of home, and then some. Best of all, at Tripping.com you'll find more savings, with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. Planning your family's spring break to Florida? Tripping.com. Can't wait to visit Lake Tahoe this summer? Tripping.com. Dreaming of a cabin in the Smoky Mountains? Tripping.com. This year, get out of the hotel room and into the vacation home of your dreams with Tripping.com slash plan. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash plan. Find your perfect vacation rental on Tripping.com. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. 
plus lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. Patchy clouds and mild for tonight with a low of 56 degrees. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy, breezy and pleasant with a high of 78. Mostly clear, rather mild for tomorrow night, low 59. Then for Saturday, we'll stay warm with sunshine giving way to clouds. A bit of rain will be in the area for the afternoon, especially north of the city. High again, 78. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Welcome in. Happy you're with us today. It's a glorious day. It's, first of all, warm. Second of all, though, even if it was cold, it would feel warm. Your heart would be warm. The the victory of last night is still emanating from PPG Paints. It's just, it's like this warm heart of safety, beauty, commonality. I just think I think it's everything good coming out of downtown Pittsburgh today. You're going to break out into a poem. I feel yeah. like I should. Wow. I'm still on my way to Ithaca. Are so you? Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it takes a long time. It, it does. Take, but but I'm thankful for Ithaca because the journey is worth it. Much like uh, hoisting the Stanley Cup. The journey is part of what yeah. of it, right? Yeah. I mean, in this, how did you guys do in your journey last night? Um. You know what? It's a seven-game series. Oh gosh, and that's what that's what losers say. I just I hate to put it I'm, that way, Mike. But don't you? I feel that's oh, what I they totally say. agree. And once again, mm-hmm. it's a seven-game series. That's the voice of Dave Moore, that's who's what, a Philadelphia you know, native. Winners say, "Hey, look, we won game one." Well, you know, you might have wasted all your goals in one game. Yeah, <laughs> you you might get overconfident. Yeah, you, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, so to prove that we're not overconfident, Mike, um, could you play me something? Oh, yeah. Please. Crosby to Jake Gensel. Gensel to the tank, down the right side, comes in and shoots it, and a save made by Elliott. Rebound. And win. The Penguins have scored here to take the lead. Brian Rust sweeps it by Elliott from 30 feet, and the Pens take a one nothing. lead. As a Philly fan, that's when I knew oh, the season Arnold was over. Slick. <laughs> from Turtle Crick. Late chance here. We were only 1-7th Yeah. Hornquist got that puck, and Hagman may have got it in front. The Penguins take a 2-0 lead. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Let's go hunt Moose on a Harley. Malkin gets to the puck. He's back <laughs> on. Hunt, hunt on Moose on a Harley? Everybody. Mm-hmm. Coming wow. One man to beat. Two scores! Wow. Sheary around, gets it over to the left point to Oli Matta. To Connor Sheary, right side, got a man there, and a Mr. Score right in front. It was shot by the Benz, but Sarge shot it and hit something away. It's hard to believe this is Christian radio. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. If he did, yeah, it's up to all about great. I guess we have to be about truth as well, don't Thank we? Thank you. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're a little imbalanced. Around a Dumoulin. Forget about it. Shoots a door to go. It's up a second in behind him. Being gracious to the sojourner. No. You can't picture me as a sojourner. No, fan. I really can't. Now, Philadelphia fans are, are always Samaritans in your mind, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. 
Sets it up and holds a shot. Deflected loose in front. Crosby taps it in. Sidney Crosby with it. Well, you know, if you're ever beaten up in the path and the priest and the Levite have walked by you, I'll help you out. I'll put you on my donkey. Don't give me your parable. Gensel tried to go club the stick real quick and make the shot. Oh, another shot on the left side by Goodman and gets in. Here's Crosby. Toss your hat. There you go. Toss now, I your would, hat. Look, if I was there, wow. if I had been what there and, and wearing my, my orange and black McClare jersey and Crosby had gotten a hat trick, mm-hmm. I'd have thrown my hat on the ice. Would you? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, I appreciate I'm all about that. the spectacle. I appreciate that because, yep. that's, because that's awesome. Um, let me also say that Malkin, the second goal he almost had was – Historic. I mean, it was so, it was like he passed the puck to himself twice, shot, and then got his own rebound. If it's just, it's so unjust that it didn't go in only because of its epic nature. He was absolutely on fire. <laughs> it was, uh, it was unbelievable. New Mike, you saw it firsthand. How do you feel today? Oh my gosh. Shut out, hat trick, mm-hmm. touchdown, mm-hmm. Ryan Shazier. Yeah. Setting up the crowd. Oh, my gosh. My voice is almost gone. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Now, you mentioned in the first hour that you expected, because of this crazy little ticket scam you're in, yeah. that you were going to go to the game by yourself. I did, yeah. What I happened thought, when you showed up to the game? I was walking around. I wanted to go get a hot dog because I was hungry like Phil Kessel. <laughs> and uh, I <laughs> ran into my brother. <laughs> it's like, hey, that's a That's a close family yeah. right there. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, did you say, oh, hey, and by the way, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention it. <laughs> yeah, that's the last time we talked, too. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. And then I went to sit down with my hot dog and look across the uh, the aisle from me, and lo and behold, my old boss is sitting right across right across uh-huh. the uh, right across from me, and um, it was it was nice. And then there was two older ladies sitting to the left of me with a Flyers f- fan sitting in front of them, mm-hmm. and. Of course, one of the Flyer fans stood up and said, let's go Flyers. And the 75-year-old lady who was sitting next to me said, shut the heck up. <laughs> and he was silent the rest of the game. <laughs> Did he say, sorry, Mom? <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> kind of put his head down, and then that was it after that. Good. That's wonderful. And of course, after seven goals, he probably, you know, he obviously didn't want to say anything. Mike, I'm so happy you were there. It was amazing. I'm so, so happy, happy you were there. It's just absolutely yeah. fantastic evening. Uh, just tremendous, tremendous game. Glad so, I got to experience it. So go pen. So go tomorrow pen. night's game is also at the paint. And then we have Sunday afternoon in Philadelphia. Am I right about that? That's right. Yeah, Three o'clock on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what, Mike? I, t- yeah. I would also pick you up, put you on my donkey, and take you to the nearest town. <laughs> oh, listen, don't <laughs> don't bring your parable into this, okay? Because it's just, you're going to mess it all up. All right. Uh, so it's you know, we're not just celebrating a, a hockey victory, but it's National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Oh. <laughs> this is official grilled cheese music. I like it. I like that yeah. very much, Mike. Okay, so how do you feel about grilled cheese? Is this something? I yeah. love, I love grilled cheese. Really? Yes. Mike? I absolutely love it. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. yeah. You? Uh I got to be honest. I mean, I like it very much, but I want to fit in my pants, so I don't. Okay. I don't eat uh, grilled Not cheese. Not every day, no. <laughs> no, no. Okay, but I. But of course, it's delicious. I okay. mean, what do you? Okay, so do you have a particular cheese? Yeah, I have a particular way to do grilled cheese. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, well, gee, entirely. Yes, one cheese is Velveeta. What? Yeah. Okay. Seriously, Mike Velveeta. Velveeta all the way. What? Oh, thank of you. Course. Okay. Yes. Oh, it, it's the meltiest. It is. It's perfect. Okay. And and um, Velveeta. Homemade bread. 
Homemade. Okay, oh, so a little see. bit, yeah, a little bit thicker. Good. Yeah. All right. And I love in the summer cutting a fresh tomato. Do you put the tomato in before you grill it or do you sneak yeah. it in after? Okay, here's here's what I do. I, I lay both pieces of bread on there and on what? Uh, on the on the skillet. Okay. And get the cheese a little bit melted with the tomato on one piece and then I put Flip it on top the other. So that so that it all gets cooked. Like the tomato has to be warm. Um, but you gotta cook it really, really low temperature. Right. So that the tomato gets warm. Do you- Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you do you butter the outside? Do you butter the bread? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Because yeah. I think that's an essential element. Do you also put cheese whiz on it? Because I hear Philadelphians always put cheese. Whiz no, that's on for things. a cheesesteak. Whiz wit. Whiz wit handicap it. Mm. Yep. <laughs> whiz wit handicap. All right, Mike. Yep. How do you make your grilled cheese? Um, I use Velveeta as well, but I also add um, Colby Jack cheese to it. Oh, oh nice. yeah. Okay. It's kind of a Little double zip. cheese thing. Yeah. And um, my wife. She is like the ultimate grilled cheese maker. She taught me to put a lid over yes. the the pan, so right. you know the cheese will melt faster. Mm-hmm. That's how you and do it, it. Like it's the the bread kind of gets soggy, but I feel like that's the best part. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that. You take oh, you it. take the lid off near the end. Yes, um, and uh, and this is an Eastern Pennsylvania thing: sweet leaven and bologna. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you, sweet bologna. Oh we were just talking about this, Mike. Were we not just yeah. days ago talking wow. about sweet bologna? Yeah. Sweet, I don't like any lunch meat. It's just not my thing, mm-hmm. except sweet bologna. Yeah. That is my favorite. Yeah, we love putting that on grilled cheese oh, and I've never in done eggs. <gasps> it's eggs. so, I yeah. love, it's so delicious. It's just, yep. and you can't buy it here. When you buy it here, it doesn't nope. taste right. You have to buy it in Lancaster County. Okay, so one last question though about, about uh, grilled cheese. Do you have to serve it with something else? Yes. Um, g- yeah, generally. Do you use tomato soup? Oh, of course. Yeah. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, yep. do you dip it into the tomato soup? Yep. Okay. And do you have only one sandwich? Or do uh, you have two? You know, in our family, because there's seven of us, we would generally make eight sandwiches, cut them all in half, and then let – you know, everybody gets two halves to start with, and then you can fight over the last two. Okay. Um and uh, but but yes, barbecue chips. Oh, and mm. tomato soup or chicken chicken soup is good too. And um, yeah, that's that's a prime barbecue chips. Okay, Mike, do you do a chip thing or a pretzel no. thing? Or, no, never tried that. I bet you want to now. Yeah. We were talking about sun chips. Yes, yeah, sun that, chips are amazing. That could be a nice accent. I don't know. You kind of I I love this sweet bologna idea though. Oh my god! Have you? Yeah, yeah. I'm I telling you, that. we need when you. Well, you're going to be the next one that's going to go to Lancaster County. Yes, you're going to have to get that. Yeah. And bring me some back. Kunz, I sure will. Kunstler's sweet lemon. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is. All right. Coming up next in the on-deck circle. Speaking of the on-deck circle, we have the Pirates who are on the verge of another huge victory. Wow. Telling you they're killing me with their awesomeness. Forget last night. It was just a fluke. Killing Um, me awesomeness. Dean Weaver from Memorial Park Presbyterian Church coming up next. Cool. WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Grace is absolutely contrary to human nature. Materialism says, buy your way out. Philosophy says, think your way out. But the grace of God is the way out. Learn more about God's amazing grace when you tune in for Adrian Rogers' study this month on Love Worth Finding. 
tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Hi, this is John Hall. How'd you sleep last night? I slept good, real good. Last night, I fell asleep fast. Then I dreamt about tropical beaches, little puppies, a mountain of candy, and steak. I mean, that's a really good night's sleep. And I woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. It's all thanks to my pillow, And that same great night's sleep can be yours anywhere you go. Right now, inventor Mike Lindell is offering his four-pack special for Word FM listeners. Get two full-size MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows so there's no excuse not to get a good night's sleep where Wherever you go. Plus, the machine washable and dryable and are backed by MyPillow's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just call 1-800-961-9207 and use the promo code WORD to get the four-pack special. Or enter promo code WORD at MyPillow.com and get the four-pack special today. That's 1-800-961-9207 or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. You don't know when your AC unit will call it quits but you can rest assured it'll be at the most inconvenient time possible. And who has all day to wait around for a tech to arrive? With Ventec, there is no waiting around, including evenings and weekends. Ventec will repair and replace forced air, central AC, and even offers split mini-duct units to heat and cool individual rooms. With flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees, clean, courteous, convenient, and A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Ventec, 412-793-0661. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Concerned about the safety of your business, church, or school? The time to act is now. Join Word FM and Salem Media Group for a special safety and security conference Tuesday, April 17th from 830 to 230 at Hillside Christian Community Church in Carnegie. Hear industry experts on risk assessment, active shooter and crisis management, cybersecurity, liability, security plan development, and hear simple steps you can take now to be prepared. Lives depend on it. Space is limited. Keyword security at wordfm.com. Happy to be joined in the studio on this lovely Thursday with Dr. Dean Weaver, Senior Pastor at Memorial Park Evangelical Presbyterian Church. And you're also, Dean, are you not the moderator of the EPC USA or whatever you'd call it? EPC General Assembly. All right. The, the, uh, I think the pr- appropriate title is Grand High Presbyterian Puba. See? I was hoping for a fez. When you walked in here, I'm pretty disappointed. But he's fezless. He is fezless, <laughs> which, is, which is sad. I do have some bling I could bring the next time. Oh, oh nice. good. I would like to see the bling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's National uh, Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. I don't know if you knew. Oh. Are you a grilled cheese fan? I particularly love dipping grilled cheese in tomato soup. Oh, okay. There we are. So we, have... <laughs> we have already discussed 
the speciality of that. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Do you use a particular kind of cheese? Uh, probably with grilled cheese, it's usually American. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but you're not particularly to Velveeta as a brand. Um, I'm okay with Velveeta. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't like, like, take Velveeta out of the refrigerator and slice it up and munch on it as a snack. Yeah. But in a grilled cheese, it would be good. Right. It would be good. Because it has just, it's one of those things that once you melt it, you don't know that it's as artificial looking as it is right out. You know, I get Velveeta as a Christmas gift every year. No, you don't. My wife wraps it for me. (laughs) Yes. And that block lasts a long time. Which I get one of those big, um, like, uh, farm sausage things. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I, like, hide it in the refrigerator so yes. nobody else can find it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you could combine the farm sausage and the Velveeta. Oh, that would probably be really delicious. delicious. And dip it in tomato, tomato soup. soup. Tomato soup. <laughs> yeah, and it's just the cheap Campbell stuff, right? Oh, sure. We're not talking. No, you're not sure. going any frou-frou it, thing. Oh, I'm not sure. making my own tomato soup. Yeah. Sure, I had some foofy tomato bisque today, and I'll take the Campbell's any day. Okay. Good. Good. good for you. Good. I appreciate that yeah. about you. My blue-collar sensibilities. <laughs> uh, all right, Dean. So we have a lot of things we're going to talk about today. But let's start off um, talking about Andrew Brunson. Um, first off, if you would tell us who Andrew is and why we would be talking about him, um, a man that – have you ever met him? I've not. Okay, I haven't I've either. I've not. Um, so Andrew is a, a pastor, and he's part of uh, our denomination. He's an EPC pastor, and he has been in um, – uh, Turkey for a little over 20 years, I think 23 years, he's been pastoring in what is uh, biblical Smyrna, if mm-hmm. you were to read the, the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. And he has been there faithfully pastoring for years. A small congregation in Turkey has historically had um, uh, one of the more tolerant uh, religious views in that area. Um, but under the current administration, President Erdogan, there has been kind of a hard line moving um, towards a it's a secular government that's that's moving towards a the use of more hardline Islam to kind of support um, a more despotic sort of uh, um, rule. And uh, when the uh, there was a uh, uprising about a year and a half ago, um, uh, Andrew became a convenient pawn uh, for uh, the government to blame. Um, the uprising on uh, there is a, a a Muslim cleric who's Turkish who has had asylum in the United States for some time, and uh, they were basically, from what I can tell, using him as somewhat of a a pawn uh, to be able to um, uh, maybe trade one for the other. And um, so Andrew's been in prison for eighteen months, um, has lost a tremendous amount of weight, has had uh, some uh, significant uh, health issues. Um, and it's been, uh, it's just been pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think there have been times when they have felt as if the world has forgotten them. It was kind of on the front pages of, uh, a lot of, um, international justice, um, uh, kind of concerns for a while. And, uh, uh, but you know, we have short attention spans, mm-hmm. uh, in right. the West and, uh, people tend to move on and he's, uh, uh, coming up for his trial, uh, which will be on Monday. Um, this next week, April 16th. Um, and it's kind of a preliminary trial where the judge will hear preliminary motions. And um, the judge has at that time the capacity to dismiss the charges, which, of course, um, it's like a 62-page indictment uh, and one page is more ridiculous than the next. They're all mm-hmm. obviously um, trumped-up charges. Um, so and, there's no evidence that Andrew Brunson had anything to do with no, the attempted coup in Turkey? No. And he has lived there 23 years faithfully and um now he is a christian 
right? And so um, one of the charges is that he has been proselytizing. Um, and I think, uh, I don't know, Andrew, but my understanding is is that the, the church in Turkey has learned how to live within the boundaries of being faithful and not, uh, you know, going out in the street corners and calling people to commitment. Um, but, you know, whether or not he shared the gospel with someone and that was uh, part of it or not, I don't know. But there's all kind of things. They accuse him of being um, basically the leader of the revolution, of cooperating with radical Muslim groups. Of uh, They accuse him of being a Mormon, actually. There's, there's just even as you read the charges on their face, they're not even consistent with one another. And they're, they, um, just as you look at them, they look like the ramblings of something that's, that's, mocked, uh, made up, and, mm-hmm. and just ridiculous. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it looks like a convenient political pawn, and, and uh, it, we suspect that what's likely to happen is the judge is probably going to send this on to trial. The trial would be anywhere from three to four months uh, from now after that, after this preliminary hearing, depending on what the judge chooses to do. And uh, if he's convicted, um, it's, uh, I think, 35 years in prison, uh, which is a life sentence uh, for him. So there are a few uh, people, um, uh, Senator Tillis from North Carolina, and there's a member of the State Department whose name escapes me at the moment. Sam Brownback. Thank you, are going to be there um, uh, for the trial itself. Um, This actually going to be there on Monday uh, for the preliminary hearing. And, um, you know, our God is capable. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, the EPC is, is asking for kind of a national day of fasting and prayer uh, for Andrew on uh, Sunday. And uh, we'll be s- setting aside time in all of our services to pray specifically for him. There's a prayer guide that we have sent out to people. And, and we've told people if you can't pray on um, Sunday, then, then hopefully pray on Saturday. The trial will start at what is about two in the morning our time mm-hmm. um, with the time change between here and Turkey. So uh, we're just hoping people will not forget Andrew, his wife, Noreen, their family, and uh, will hopefully uh, lift him up. I mean, um, what was it, Paul and Silas singing in prison and mm-hmm. the walls come down. Uh, God can do what he chooses to do. Um, and our hope is that uh, our brother would be um, uh, freed soon uh, because of the injustice that he has faced. Yeah. So what does this, you know, what's our role in this from your perspective, Dean? I mean, our pers- our role is clearly to make sure that we don't forget. But talk more about that. Well, I think sometimes, um, you know, we not only have a short-term memory, so this is a reminder to us not to forget, but we also have kind of a, a distant perspective on things that take place in the world all the time. Right. I'm in regular contact with uh, friends who are followers of Jesus in India, and the temperature is being turned up in terms of persecution uh, in India like crazy. But you never hear anything about that. And there are places all over the world where to be a Christian is to be persecuted. And Andrew's story brings that close to home, right? He is an American. He is an EPC pastor. He's from Montreat, North Carolina. Um, you know, he is someone that if you were to walk into, um, you know, a get-go, you, you, you wouldn't pick him out from anybody else that's in there. He's as, just, an, as an international conspirator. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right, right. So it's a reminder that this is real. It's a reminder that it's closer to home than perhaps uh, we oftentimes give thought for when we're in our, our regular everyday kind of thing. So, And it's a call to prayer. 
Um, and God, of course, has uh, the scripture describes that the, the people who are martyred or the people who suffer for their faith have a very close place to the heart of God. And it's a reminder to us that we all have a responsibility of coming alongside of them in solidarity mm-hmm. and making sure that uh, they're not forgotten. Fasting and praying is certainly the least that we can do. Mm-hmm. Noreen, uh, Andrew's wife, has asked uh, the following, that whoever chooses to pray for Andrew would pray using Psalm 18, which speaks of deliverance from the cords of death. She's also asked um, that if he is given the opportunity to speak in his own defense, um, please ca- please claim Jesus' promise, but make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourself. I will give you words and wisdom mm-hmm. that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. Which, that was very powerful when I read that this morning. Um, the third thing that Noreen's wife has asked is that the steadfast love of the Lord will comfort their children, Jordan, Jacqueline, and Blaze, and that he will give them peace and help them to trust in him. Yep. His, uh, you know, it's interesting because I'm close enough to this and that uh, because he's an EPC pastor, our, um, the guy who is, uh, I am the, uh, Presbyterians have an inherent distrust of power, right? So where in some systems you might have a a bishop where all of the power resides. We kind of divide that power between a couple of people because we don't like the idea of too much in one person's um, hands. So the the guy who would be more like the operational leader of our denomination, uh, more like the CEO type of person, uh, we call that person a stated clerk, he is in contact with Noreen several times a week. And he is um, up on Capitol Hill, and he's working with Senator Brownback. He's working with um, the State Department. Um, interestingly enough, um, the gentleman who was before um, the Senate um, Committee today on Intelligence, um, I think it was the Intelligence or the Foreign State Affairs Committee, Mike Pompeo, mm-hmm. for our new stated clerk. He is actually uh, our new Secretary of State. He is actually an EPC member. He's a member of one of our churches in Wichita, okay, Kansas. Okay. And uh, just a wonderful believer, solid, solid guy, and he knows of Andrew's circumstances. Mm-hmm. So there is a part of us, you know, while you watch the political um, uh, drama that takes place on Capitol Hill, there is a part of us inside that is just rooting for Mike Pompeo to get into that mm-hmm. position right. because now you'll have the, the United States Secretary of State who knows Andrew and knows his plight better than probably anybody at that level of government and hopefully could leverage some things that maybe hasn't been able to happen previously. So um, because it's that close, I can say that from the correspondences that Andrew has given that he is a very real person. He has had times of great fear. He's had times of great um, frustration, times where he has despaired. Uh, wondering if he had been forgotten and if people still knew that he was there. And at the same time, he's also written a lovely hymn um, Hmm. that is just um, uh, speaks from the depths of his being uh, and where he is. And, um, And he makes statements. I was just reading this one statement that he made. To the extent that I am known, I want to be known as a servant and lover of Jesus Christ. I had prayed for this land and its people for many years, for God to pour out his great blessings. In my weaknesses, I pray daily for strength and courage to persevere and remain faithful to my king until the end. Mm. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I'd like to think that if I were in his situation, I would say something like that. I'm, mm. I'm not quite so confident that I would have that level of faith. So we've kind of watched from a very uh, close uh, front seat kind of setting a very real, very human um, very deeply impained human being 
who has had the sustaining faith of Jesus Christ and has made that faith just uh, incredibly powerful and, and real. And so, you know, uh, we're hoping that a lot of people will recognize that, see that, come alongside that, and pray into that, mm. especially this weekend. Andrew Brunson uh, held in Turkey 18 months, uh, his trial coming up on Monday. If convicted of the charges in a 62-page indictment, Andrew would face 35 years in prison. We're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Dean Weaver coming up next on the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Give those old, saggy, leaky gutters a good spring cleaning the easy way by saying goodbye to them for good. Protect your home from water damage and stay off the ladder with LeafGuard, the only patented one-piece seamless covered gutter system. No more leaves and debris. LeafGuard attaches directly to the fascia with patented internal brackets using screws, not nails, so it's not coming down even in rough weather. Call 855-4-NEW-GUTTERS and get LeafGuard now and take advantage of great savings like 70 5% off labor and installation. That's 855 the number 4 new gutters. Call now and you'll even get a free $100 restaurant.com gift card along with your in-home estimate. Call 855 the number 4 new gutters and get LeafGuard today. 855 the number 4 new gutters. All offers subject to terms and restrictions. See anglergutter.com slash current offers. Subject to change without notice. LeafGuard PA license PA126357. Join Steelers coach Mike Tomlin, sports analyst Tun Shilkin, Leon Scrump from Atlanta, and Ed Glover of Urban Impact for Man Up Pittsburgh, Saturday, June 9th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry. Come experience fellowship, prayer, and worship while hearing powerful messages and breakout sessions, all designed for us to up our games as godly men and mentors. From high schoolers to grandfathers, this is for you. Register today at manuppittsburgh.org. That's manuppittsburgh.org. Hosted by Urban Impact and brought to you locally by Chick-fil-A of Pittsburgh. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at slugquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. When you clean out your garage, you find all kinds of things. Hey, lucky rabbit's foot. Things you forgot you lost. There's my old comic book collection. With a new shed from Yoder's Backyard Structures, you can create more space inside by putting more stuff outside. And it comes fully assembled, painted, and delivered in place free of charge. Steve. Uh, hey, Mike. Good to see you. Hey, uh, honey. I found your brother. Find out what you forgot you lost. Like more space at yodersbackyard.com. Patchy clouds and mild for tonight with a low of 56 degrees. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy. Breezy and pleasant with a high of 78. Mostly clear, rather mild for tomorrow night, low 59. Then for Saturday, we'll stay warm. 
with sunshine giving way to clouds. A bit of rain will be in the area for the afternoon, especially north of the city. High again, 78. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. talking about the plight of Andrew Brunson. Andrew will go on trial in his mere turkey on Monday uh, if convicted of the charges that he that have been leveled against him by the government of Turkey. Um, if convicted of those, he could face up to 35 years in prison. Now, um, we have communications from people who have seen the indictment against him, and um, they appear to be one series of ridiculous charges after another. But Andrew has served in Turkey for 20-plus years, has been in prison now for 18 months, and we're talking to Dr. Dean Weaver from uh, Memorial Park Presbyterian Church about Andrew Brunson and about the plight of those who suffer for their faith around the world. Yeah, Dean, you, you mentioned a number of times in that first segment um, the nearness of this. And... Um, and you the nearness all, of it because, the, because we're denominationally linked. Yeah, because denominationally linked, and wow, we—I mean—we are like two degrees separated from this. But this is a major international political thing, and it reminds me uh, of Isaiah and of and really the God of the Bible and how um, the incarnation. Uh, the exodus, the exile were this was these were acts of God that were taking place in history, and history is going on around this you have um, you have a spiritual situation, but it 's embedded firmly in history, and it it feels biblical. Yeah, and I think uh, you could extend beyond the pages of the Scripture and do the same thing with the Protestant Reformation, right? Mm. The way in which the German princes were using Luther as a way of leveraging kind of a German rising German nationalism. These kind of settings are never um, sterile, and they're never removed from their geopolitical context, right? Mm -hmm. Um, All of that happens in the midst of that. And right now, um, you know, the Middle East is in – uh, position politically where there are alignments and allegiances that are shaping and shifting. Um, the fact that Turkey would choose to have a summit recently, for example, in connecting with Iran and with Russia. This is a NATO country, mind you, mm-hmm. which is having a summit with Iran and Russia to talk about the future of Syria. Um, and that happens pretty much right on the heels of our president uh, announcing that he was um, going to be moving out of Syria. And then, of course, we had the gas attack, and now that's being reevaluated, and none of us are sure where um, the strategy in Syria is necessarily going. But you end up having this this shifting of geopolitical alliances in that region, um, and Turkey is using this particular – trial as as a as a means to leverage uh, whether it's popularity or kind of a um, turkey's place in that region by standing up to the united states however you might choose to look at it and yet god is not uh his uh, god is not uh with his hands tied behind his back or surprised or Mm -hmm. in any way shape or form um limited uh by his strong right arm in the midst of all of this um, he will be glorified in the midst of all of this. The gospel goes forth, 
And one thing you experience when you travel in the Middle East, um, and I've only done it a little bit. I'm not a, not a ton, um, but Kathy is coming with me next time when we go to Israel. Right. When when <laughs> you're in Israel, you get this sense of stepping into biblical history. Hmm. You get this feel that oh my gosh, this didn't stop in you know the pages of the Scripture. This is that flow is still continuing. And you really, when you're in the Western world, you don't feel that the same way. Right. Um, but when you're walking around, like just think about this, the, the place where Andrew's trial is, is the biblical city of Smyrna hmm. from the book of Revelation, right? And when you're driving around areas like that and you see ruins and you get this feeling of this, this is like, this kind of stuff has been going on here for thousands of Isn't years. Isn't that amazing? And Paul was imprisoned in right. places like this. And so he's in this, this biblical trajectory um, that goes back all the way to the time of Paul when that was a Roman political situation yeah. that God was operating in the midst of. Yeah, and Paul was, was used as a pawn. Jesus was used as a pawn. Right. The, the, uh, the anomaly in this, it feels like, is that it, the anomaly is that it feels anomalous to us. And this, this is what, this is the way the world is. Um, the Lord uses, um, political events and, and I will say uses people. Uh, Andrew is being used by God right now. And Andrew's, um, Andrew's desire to be the servant of the king, um, comes up against these great waves of history. But that does not divorce him from the very humanness of it. He is still a human being. And we have to be careful as we're watching the political drama to not over-spiritualize this and say, oh, it's okay because God's going to be glorified. There's a guy suffering right now. Yeah, and there's another application I would draw from that. It might seem like a bit of a stretch, but go there with me for a second. I think one of the lessons we might derive from this too is – we need to be thoughtful and careful, even though we're not in being imprisoned per se. We need to be careful that we, as as followers of Jesus in our own country, are not political pawns, mm. right? That is to say, that's that, not much of a stretch. Well, but if you think about mm-hmm. Andrew's forcefully being used as a political pawn, right. um, there is a sense to which there's a lot of unsettling right now in uh, the evangelical community because there is a sense that which evangelicals could be easily used as a political pawn to accomplish certain purposes. Mm-hmm. So I think we always have to be careful mm-hmm. um, to say, are there strong people in positions of power and influence that would seek to use? Um, whether it's Andrew Brunson forcefully or manipulatively use others uh, to accomplish their purposes. And so the idea that that followers of God would be used as pawns for political purposes is nothing new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's and, an essential reminder for us. I'm going to have to stop you there. Yeah. We need to step away, but more coming up with Dr. Dean Weaver and Dave Moore in the studio today on The Ride Home. WORD. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Keith Stevens and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. If you want lasting change, Andy Andrews has the ingredients. When proof beyond a reasonable doubt collides with what's in it for me, we will change immediately and never look back over our shoulder. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Saturday night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. This is a special notice to all you 
taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem and all collections and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-420-2121. That's 800-420-2121. If you're a mom or dad of a child who struggles, you've searched high and low trying everything you can. From tutors to counselors, specialists to pills, you've tried them all with little success. You need to know there is a program that has helped tens of thousands of kids just like yours. Brain Balance Achievement Centers can make a real difference for your child. Brain Balance is a drug-free solution that deals with the root cause of issues like ADHD, dyslexia, audio processing, and behavioral challenges. Our combination of sensory motor exercises, academic skill building, and a clean eating plan doesn't just mask the issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child has trouble making friends, is disruptive in school, or is frustrated to the point of tantrums, now is the time to call Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Learn more at brainbalance.com or call 724-390-9012 today. I'm Robin Truszynski from the Original Mattress Factory. If you're considering paying retail price for a new mattress, this is your wake-up call. Why is there suddenly a mattress store on every corner? Well, just Google mattress markups. Original Mattress is a private label mattress brand sold directly to the public. We own the factory and the store. Why? Let's just say excessive markups don't fit our values. Just say no to the middleman. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. Talking with Dean Weaver and Dave Moore, Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Dean, we've been talking about Andrew Brunson, who is a, a pastor in the Evangelical Presbyterian Church who's been held in prison in Turkey on trumped-up charges for 18 months, um, has suffered as anyone would um, in a circumstance like that, has a wife and three children. Um, the Evangelical Presbyterian Church has been has called for a day of prayer and fasting on Sunday um, to ask God for his release because his trial happens on Monday. And I really appreciated what you both were saying, um, Dave and Dean, before the break, because I think that when we read the scriptures, we do have a tendency to look at that like that is a that is a contained story, kind of like if you're reading The Lord of the Rings, like when you get mm-hmm. to the last page, it's over. 
Right. Well, and then there's another ending, and then there's another ending, okay. and then there's another. All right. Depends okay. on who's making the movie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> okay. right. that's right. But you know what I mean. Yes. Um, but we are in the story. I think that's the thing that we need to remind each other is that we're in the story. The story that Paul was in, the story that Jeremiah was in, the story that Daniel was in, the story that Jesus himself came into. We are in that same story today. Um, And there are there is the Holy Spirit working his will today, just as we can look back at those stories that are in the scriptures preserved for us and we can see his will and his work there. We can't see it here because it's too contemporary, but it's going on. I remember C.S. Lewis saying that his very favorite part of the Apostles' Creed was under Pontius Pilate hmm. because he said that grounded that story, this creed in history. It was in a moment. This happened. Hmm. This happened at a moment at a particular place on this globe yeah, and the- that's in this galaxy, in this solar system. Like this is a thing that happened. And so I guess, I don't know, I bring all that up just to say that as we pray for Andrew, knowing that we're in, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who are urging us on. Andrew and all of us to fight our fight and to run the race. Um, but also that this is a story that God will accomplish, right? This is, we're, we're, we're going to see to the end of this in the new beginning. And we, I mean, and we don't know how God is going to choose to accomplish this, right? We don't know how the story is going to run for Andrew. Um, so we pray into that. Um, and because we don't know that, um, it requires us to pray by faith. It requires us to walk by faith. Um, realizing that Andrew is not in isolation uh, from us in terms of our prayers, but that let's imagine um, uh, Andrew either stays in prison or he's released. There will be another uh, Mm -hmm. Andrew Brunson. And we may be aware of, I mean, we're able to be aware of Andrew because he's an American and we've been able to get some publicity out there around that. There are people. There are nameless people by the, the tens of thousands. All the time. Right. And I will tell you. So, for example, you know, obviously, that I spend a good deal of time in Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and West Africa. And we have a remote village where we have a school that's, uh, you know, we were the first followers of Jesus to be in that village in 24 years. Right. The particular Karanko tribe is an unreached people group and uh, initially welcomed us. Uh, enthusiastically because we were bringing development and education and schools and water wells and uh, rebuilding a clinic and all of that. And we're still in great stead in that community. But now once you're there a little while um, and things start happening and people stop attending the mosque and they start attending the church and you start seeing Mm -hmm. some shift, all of a sudden you've got the kid that's poisoned or you got the one that's beat by their parents uh, and told they're not allowed to do this or the 13-year-old girl uh, that's uh, forcefully married off to a 60-year-old Muslim man uh, to keep her from being able to continue to practice her Christian faith. All of those things happen in that village, right? And those things happen all the time. That's just one village. That's the village I know. Mm -hmm. But those things are happening all the time, all over the world. And there's no um, call to prayer. There's no email blast. There's no radio programs Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So hopefully, Andrew, is a reminder that while this is grounded in time and in history, um, that is a story that continues. It's a story that has been. It's a story that will be until the time that he comes back again. And uh, there will be people who God has called out 
uh, into these kind of stories who are faithful. And those stories inspire us. They encourage us. They strengthen the church. I mean, I don't quite get why that's always the case, but almost at every great movement in the church's history, when there has been kind of an acceleration of the gospel Mm -hmm. in one way or another, there's usually been stories like this um, that have been kind of the soil in which that gospel has flourished. Yeah, that's Acts. Right. They, that and and acts taking place over decades um you know it's all condensed out of 28 chapters but this uh, until jesus returns and we flip to a new age this is the way the world works that and it's and it's one of the confirmations for me of the truth of the gospel of the reality of jesus christ that the world is still mad at his name hmm. And right. is still going to use, like, what What does it matter that we worship a guy who died 2,000 years ago? Apparently, it still makes the world mad. Hmm. There might be something to that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think uh, one of the incredibly brilliant things about Jesus, which, is, of course, is everything, but his teaching in the parables, right? Uh, the parables are these incredibly um, clever uh, ways of bringing truth to us kind of on a sideways slant sort mm-hmm. of approach. Um, the parable of the wheat and the tares mm-hmm. um, is just this perpetual reminder to me that until the time of the harvest, um, you're going to have wheat growing alongside of the tares, and sometimes they're virtually indistinguishable. Um, and we will see things um, like wheat that is growing around us all the time. And there are things happening um, on this globe that are of incredible um, uh, missiological uh, importance and significance, and yet you have things like this happening at the same time. The, the fact that both happen at the same time, that both are true, mm-hmm. we can tend to focus on the tares and despair. We can tend to focus on the wheat. Um, I think we have to realize both are true at the same time. And both of those things speak to the fact that this is the nature of the kingdom until he comes again. Mm-hmm. We ask you to join us in prayer for Andrew Brunson. Uh, His trial will be happening at 2 a.m. on Monday. So if you are awakened during the night between Sunday and Monday, please join us as we pray for him. Uh, Pray for his release. Pray for a fair trial. Pray for his wife and his children. Um, Andrew has said this. To the extent that I am known, I want to be known as a servant and lover of Jesus Christ. I have prayed for this land, Turkey, and its people for many years, for God to pour out great blessing. In my weakness, I pray daily for strength and courage to persevere and to remain faithful to my King until the end. My deepest thanks to my family around the world that is standing with and praying for me. Let us be that family for Andrew Brunson until his trial and beyond, which is coming up this Monday. We'll be back. More with Dean Weaver and Dave Moore on the ride home. Camping in the great outdoors can be a lot of fun, but it's not the most conducive environment for your next retreat. Antiochian Village offers the best of both worlds, with 300 acres of beautiful woodlands near historic Ligonier, plus all the technology and connectivity you need to make your retreat a success. With 100 hotel-style guest rooms, 18 meeting rooms, and several outstanding full-service dining menus, 10,000 guests every year can't be wrong. Antiochian Village. Book now at antiochianvillage.org. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, 
offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. Concerned about the safety of your business, church, or school? The time to act is now. Join Word FM and Salem Media Group for a special safety and security conference Tuesday, April 17th from 830 to 230 at Hillside Christian Community Church in Carnegie. Hear industry experts on risk assessment, active shooter and crisis management, cybersecurity, liability, security plan development, and hear simple steps you can take now to be prepared. Lives depend on it. Space is limited. Keyword security at Word FM. I'm heading to Grove City College tonight. Uh, Joe LaConte, who was a guest that got a lot of feedback uh, two days ago. No, it was yesterday. Um, talking about A Hobbit, A Wardrobe, and The Great War, which is his new project. Um which has been turned into not just a book, but a five-part documentary miniseries. If you're not familiar with this book or this project, it traces J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis's involvement in Britain pre-World War I, um, their service in World War I, and how their experiences contributed to how they wrote Lord of the Rings and the Narnia Chronicles. If you are a Narnia geek or a Lord of the Rings geek, I'm telling you, you will buy it. You will just love it so deeply. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien actually started writing Lord of the Rings in his head under shellfire in World War One, so his, it's just a fascinating, fascinating study. Anyway, Joe Lacante speaking tonight, uh, closing out the World War the World War One conference at Grove City tonight. I'll be happy to be there for that. Um, so I want to thank Dean Weaver for being here today. I want to thank Dave Moore for spending several days this week with me while John's been on vacation. Um, Pens, did you watch them last night, Dean? I did indeed. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the whole thing? I had uh, a memorial service at the church last night okay. and then a meeting after that. So I got home just about halfway through the third period. Oh, good. Okay. Did, were you, do you have a DVR? No, but what I do after that is there was the um, – there's like three different stations on cable where I could watch hockey talk and highlights oh, and analysis. So, you, did you so I just feel went over immersed? again and again and again oh, and again. It was a glorious yeah. moment. Yeah, that was pretty glorious sweet. moment. Also, the Pirates – Fabulous victory today in Chicago. Yeah. I would call that winning a series. That is winning a series. In yeah. Chicago. In, in Chicago. In you were Chicago. nervous earlier this week. Like, I know it's the, you know, was it the competition or was it not? Hashtag 22 forever. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I was nervous. That. I think I was confident the whole time. Uh, you really wanted them to beat Chicago. I really did. Yeah. I really did. Because up to that point, everybody was saying, oh, no, they haven't really played anybody. No, it's really, no, no, serious. This is, this is a good team now. We're going to get behind them. We're going to forget the whole angst with the nutting. Hashtag 22 Listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not mad about it. I'm just, okay. Anyway, uh, also National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Will either of you celebrate this event tonight at home, do you think? Uh, yeah, there's our grilled cheese music. <laughs> I couldn't even answer before that came on. Uh, no, I won't be. I'll be having a salad. You'll be having a salad. How do yeah. you how do you know that already? Is it like um, is Thursday night salad night? Because at your house? I have a meeting to go to after this, and it's in my car. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I understand why. Dean, will you be celebrating with a grilled cheese tonight? I probably will not, only oh. because, as you know, recently I was diagnosed as having the celiac thing. Whatever. Which means no. What about gluten free bread. bread for you? Have you tried it? I have. There are very few really well done gluten free yeah. bread. It, most gluten free bread is is not so great. Right. And I'm guessing that there's probably gluten in Velveeta simply because there's everything else. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. And it's actually in some tomato soups as a thickener. Oh, for sure. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Campbell's soup is not gluten free. So I am am really. The serious question then, 
gluten-free communion wafers? Uh, we do uh, gluten-free matzah. Okay. okay. We figure if it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for us. <laughs> right. And the Welch's grape juice, which he drank. Which was good enough supper. for Jesus, too. <laughs> right. right. Dean Weaver, thank you so much for You're being so with welcome. us today. Thank, thank you, Dean. Dave Moore. Thank you, Super Kathy. fun week. In spite of the day you wore your Philadelphia Flyers jersey here go in the Pens. studio, which was a very low, low point. There we go. One last time. I love it. Have yourself a great night, Pittsburgh. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.